Hello and welcome everybody to the Verdant Growth Daily, where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live echo. That is environmentally conscious. My goal is to help put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, and balanced with nature. All in just 10 unedited minutes a day. My name's Eugene and this is episode 23 of The Daily. Today we are going to be talking about carbon offsets. This is something that I kind of started looking a lot into just because yesterday on The Daily, we talked about my new challenge, my new challenge to take on more subscribers, to try to get more subscribers on YouTube. I'm trying to get to the 100 subscriber mark on YouTube, and if I can do that, then I'm going to be donating $100 to the charity that I announced yesterday, which is the... Climate Emergency Fund. Yes, I will be donating $100 there if I can get to 100 subscribers. So that's something that I am now aiming for. So by the way, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button down below and help me get to 100 subscribers so I can get us donating some money. But as I was looking up all the different charities and things, I ended up finding a lot of information on carbon offsets. And it occurred to me that... While many people have probably heard the term carbon offsets, a lot of people might not understand exactly what they are. So I decided today, why don't we take a little bit of time to talk about carbon offsets, what are they, how do they work, and should you buy them? Because there are some people out there who say that we should not be buying carbon offsets, that those are totally the wrong direction to be going in. So there's a little bit of controversy there as well. So first, let's start with what is a carbon offset? So a carbon offset is basically a certificate that represents the reduction of one metric ton of carbon dioxide emissions. That is one metric ton, 2,205 pounds of carbon dioxide emissions. So basically, for example, if you develop a project that can reduce carbon dioxide emissions, every ton of emissions reduced can create one carbon offset that you can sell to somebody who wants to offset their carbon emissions. So Let's let's give an example. Let's make this let's make a super simple scenario to describe uh, what a carbon offset can do for you. So, for example, you do something that creates carbon emissions. Maybe you drive a car. Maybe you use your stove. Maybe you ride in an airplane. Or maybe you are a business owner. Maybe you own a factory that creates a lot of CO2 emissions, either from its electricity or from the actual manufacturing processes themselves. Somewhere else in the world, someone out there will have a, prob- or a project where they are reducing CO2 emissions. So maybe they're sucking CO2 out of the air and storing it. Maybe they are stopping people from cutting down trees that would have otherwise been cut down. Or maybe they're generating electricity using renewable sources. To fund those projects, they offer a carbon offset certificate. So in short, you buy that certificate to offset or erase 
the carbon emissions that you emitted. Sounds pretty good, right? It sounds pretty good. Hey, I emitted all these uh, carbon dioxide emissions, and I can just pay someone else to just erase all those, to just get rid of those carbon emissions that I emitted. Sounds pretty good. And a lot of companies are now doing that. Um, JetBlue, Google, Amazon, and a whole bunch of other countries or companies have now stepped up and promised to offset all or a large part of their carbon emissions in the future. So, how do they work? How do we actually uh, reduce the amount of carbon in the future? How do the carbon offsets actually reduce emissions? So there are several different ways by which they do it. Um, one could be by capturing and destroying a greenhouse gas that would otherwise be at, emitted into the atmosphere. It may not even be carbon dioxide. It might be just refrigerants, like the gases that are kept inside your air conditioning unit or in your refrigerator. Um, a lot of times when those are thrown away, sometimes those refrigerants get released into the atmosphere, and some of those refrigerants are even worse for climate change than CO2 is. So if you have a technology that you can capture those gases or if you can get them before they get thrown into a landfill, um, then you can capture them, destroy them, they don't get emitted into the atmosphere, and in that way you have reduced at least equivalent CO2 emissions. So an example of this would be like methane gas capture projects at a landfill. As things in a landfill rot, they release methane, and if you use a certain technology that can capture the methane as it is emitted, then you have essentially stopped what would have gone out into the atmosphere and now have prevented those gases from releasing into the atmosphere and furthering climate change. So that's one way that a carbon offset works. Um, another is to produce energy in a clean, renewable way, right? Things like solar or wind power. The more that we supply the grid with clean energy, the less coal they have to burn to produce electricity. So every time people emit or use uh, wind power or solar power to add electricity to the grid, it basically eliminates the carbon emissions that would have come from burning the fossil fuels. So a good example of that is wind power or solar power, right? Next, another way is by capturing or storing, also known as sequestering, greenhouse gases to prevent their release into the atmosphere. So the example of this would be something like a project that promotes trees. Maybe they grow more trees, or maybe they protect trees that would have been cut down. Maybe they're um, growing more in a place that maybe used to be, maybe rewilding an area or reforesting an area. And this kind of technology actually does pull the carbon actually out of the air. In this case, in my example's case, through trees, by growing trees, because trees are mostly made out of carbon that they have sucked out of the atmosphere. So those are kind of the three basic ways that carbon offsets will be used. That's the kind of three technologies that they use to prevent emissions. So not in, in not all cases are they actually sucking CO2 out of the atmosphere. In some cases, they are just preventing. 
CO2 from getting into the atmosphere that would have gone in otherwise. So, are they good? Should they be doing them? There are quite a few criticisms of them, because in some cases people can say that they're offsetting uh, their carbon emissions through some kind of uh, charity or some kind of industry or some kind of uh, carbon offset uh, place, and they might say that they're doing this. They might say that they're offsetting their carbon, but in some cases, there have been reports of scams that sell carbon offsets where they say, maybe they promise to plant trees, but never actually end up planting the trees. That was There was a really, really famous case with the Vatican, actually, where the Vatican was actually presented with offset certificates for millions and millions of trees that just never got planted. They ended up buying the certificates and just the trees were just never planted. So those offsets were all just worth nothing. They didn't actually offset anything. Um, There are also other cases where, say, you buy carbon offsets that are going to help pay for the future building of a new wind farm. But for whatever reason that wind farm actually fell through, and they actually end up not building that wind farm. There have been a few cases like that as well. Or, in other cases, maybe you bought offsets that will help pay for a new wind farm, but then you learn that they were actually going to build that wind farm anyway. Even without the help of the offsets that you purchased, they were going to just build that wind farm anyway. So you haven't actually offset any carbon emissions because that wind farm was going to go up whether you bought those carbon offset certificates or not. So basically, if you do want to buy carbon offset certificates, make sure that they are authenticated. There are a few different companies out there that will verify and authenticate your carbon offset certificates. Um, They are Verified Carbon Standard, Gold Standard, and Green E-Climate Standard. Um, Those are three standards that do exist that verify and make sure that every carbon offset certificate that you buy is legitimate. There are a lot of people also that say that we shouldn't be putting the spotlight on carbon offsets because they basically let you shrug off the responsibility for our emissions. Think of it this way. If your bathtub is on full blast, water's overflowing and getting out into the tub, and you're saying, don't worry, it's fine, we'll just buy a big pump to pump water out of the tub... Oh, oh, wait, is that still not enough? Okay, that's fine. Uh, Let's buy a bigger bathtub. Okay, still not enough. Okay, let's hire some people with buckets to just scoop water out of the tub forever. Yes, it deals with the problem, but it fails to address the root of the problem, which is that your tub is full and the water is on full blast. The best thing you can do to stop water from overflowing out of your tub is just to turn off the tap. So that is kind of the same case with carbon offsets. In the case of carbon offsets, it's much, 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 much better if you just don't emit that carbon in the first place. 
right? Don't fly if you don't have to fly. Don't drive if you don't have to drive. If you absolutely must fly and there's no other way for you to get to wherever it is you're going other than to ride a plane, then okay. In that case, if you must, then absolutely. Buying carbon offsets to help reduce or make up for some of those emissions that you emitted is better than nothing. But it doesn't solve the actual problem of us emitting carbon dioxide in the first place. So... Should you buy carbon offsets? Yes, but only as a last resort. Don't use them to shrug off responsibility for your emissions. After you've done everything you can to reduce your emissions, sure, you can buy carbon offsets. It's better than doing nothing at all. But what we really need to do is we need to start focusing on reducing the emissions from our lives. If we're going to tackle climate change, we need both individual emissions as well as industrial emissions and agricultural emissions to all get to as close to zero as we can. So do what you can. We all have to get there eventually. So for the sake of climate change, the sooner the better. We can't just rely on carbon offsets, because if everybody in the world were to buy carbon offsets, there wouldn't actually be enough of them to actually make up for all of our emissions. So at the end of the day, buying carbon offset certificates is okay as kind of like a band-aid solution. It's like, if you must emit carbon, then okay, buy the certificates. But it's far, far, far better to just not emit in the first place. I hope that clarified some of that for you guys. I learned a lot about carbon offset certificates in doing all the research for this podcast, and I actually found out a lot of things that I didn't know before, and it was really, really helpful for me. And so I hoped that that would also be very, very helpful for you guys as well. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. As always, be sure to check me out at all of these uh, social media places down in the description box below or on the screen. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to me here on YouTube as well as on whatever podcast platform you might be listening from. Also, be sure to find me on Twitter as I announce when I'm going to go live there. And then come join me. Come join me live and be sure to... Hit the notification bell on YouTube so that you can be sure that you get notified anytime I go live. Then you can come on and join the conversation. I think what I've decided I'm going to do from now on is unless there are questions in the chat that are directly related to what I'm talking about, then I'm going to just leave all of the questions for talking about after the show. So if you want to come and just chat to me with about about anything you want. If there's something that you wanted to talk to me about, you just want to, to ask me about how the weather is in Japan or, or what I'm doing recently, then by all means, come on live. And once I stop recording, then I will chat for a little while. And I'm usually on for another 15 or 20 minutes after I stop recording anyway. 
Thank you guys again so much for watching. I really, really appreciate all of you. We are getting closer and closer to my 100 subscribers. I am currently at 58 subscribers. Since yesterday, I gained two. So thank you guys so much for hitting that subscribe button. I really, really appreciate it, you guys. Eugene and Verdant Growth, out. <laughs>